Welcome to the Leaving Cert Guidance Podcast. I'm your host, Anika Mahani, a secondary school guidance counsellor. And I also run the Leaving Cert Guidance Instagram and TikTok pages. So make sure to give them a follow. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by the University of Galway. At University of Galway, our prestigious history spans almost two centuries. Our global network connects us to partners around the world. Our researchers are shaping the future. Our students are shaping their own. Since 1845, we've been committed to driving cutting-edge research and teaching that takes you further. Join over 19,000 students and make your mark at Ireland's number one university for sustainable development. Make your choice. Make your mark. Visit universityofgalway.ie slash cao. University of Galway Open Days will take place on Friday 6th and Saturday the 7th of October and you can register now at universityofgalway.ie forward slash open days. On today's show, we're talking about Leaving Cert 2023 results and I'm joined by Aoife McArdle, Guidance Counsellor at the Institute of Education. Aoife, you're very welcome back onto Leaving Cert Guidance Podcast. Thank you, Donica. Great to be back. So, you know, it's a big day on the 25th of August, 10 a.m. Um, most students will be getting their results. Um, it's it's a little bit funny and, and has been the last couple of years uh, how students have received their results the last few years because of the pandemic. But students generally log on to the candid self-service portal to get their leave insert results. Now, I know last year the majority of students did that. I actually contacted the State Examinations Commission to see what the story is. And they said, technically, a student could go into the school and ask the school to print off their results and give it to them. Obviously, previous years, schools were sent out the statement of results, provisional statement of results. But recently, uh, they get a matrix. So technically, you could, although um, it would be a lot longer because the school get everybody's results at the same time they get the results. So I'd kind of recommend the candidate self-service portal and, and not bother with going into school, even though I know that's a big tradition here in Ireland. Yeah, it's changed a lot, though, as you say, in the last few years. I mean, so many things have changed. But yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said for opening it at home um, in by yourself or but with somebody that you trust. Um, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit more low key and there yeah. isn't the hype and I think the Leaving Cert can be a lot of hype and I don't know how helpful that is so I, I don't know I think I'd quite have liked the the opportunity to to open the results at home. I think most students are like that as well so with that being said Aoife what advice then would you give to Leaving Cert students who are getting their results on Friday you know in the preparation of opening up these results? Well, I suppose it's important to know that they're, they won't be getting points, they'll be getting grades. So, you know, that it'll say H1, H2, H3 or one oh two oh three, and to have maybe the points calculator beside them, um, remembering that it's their best six points, uh, best six results that um, that's their overall points, remembering that there's the 25 bonus points for higher level maths. And sometimes you can be a bit panicky. So try not to panic. Try to 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 stay calm and maybe get somebody else to to recheck your calculations. Um, and then I guess the the really big thing is that you don't know what the points for the courses are going to be this year. So don't panic. So, you know, every year somebody will say, I'm 10 points short. I got my results this morning and I'm 10 points short. So I'm like, no, you're 10 points short of what the course was last year. You don't know what the points are going to be this year. So you cannot panic until uh, CIO uh, round one comes out. 
Yeah, so that's a good point. And it is a long five-day wait. 25th of August, the results come out. And then 30th of August, the CEO round one offer. So it can be a bit of a panic of a wait. But you're right, Eva, don't panic because you don't know what way it's going to go. There's nobody will know. And, and people often say to me, surely you have an idea what the points are going to be. I haven't a clue. And actually, I spoke to people in the CEO who said, on the day is when they figure out when the points are as well. They don't realize beforehand either what the points are going to be. So nobody is really going to know. Would you recommend having somebody with you when you open up the results? It can be a little bit overwhelming for some people. Maybe you're a person who doesn't want anyone there. Really depends. I, I think you have to make a call on that yourself. Sometimes uh, you might have a, a parent or a guardian who, who's going to be a support and who's going to help you. And other times that person might just stress you out even further. So you have to make a call on it yourself. So um, I, I think I'm, I'm an independent kind of a character. I think I would have liked to have just done it by myself, sorted out myself, come to terms with it or whatever. Let it let it sit with me for a few minutes and then then tell. But other people I know would like to have somebody with them and and going through the calculations and and totting up those points. Yeah, I'd be a bit like you. I would have been more independent and wanted to do it by myself. And like you said, come to terms with whatever, whether it's good or bad. But then maybe uh, just ask someone, just double check the points and that make sure I'm right. Um. So the Tuesday then after the results, Eva, students can access their marks, their data, their their component marks uh, for each of their of their subjects that they did. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I guess um, it's good to know whether you're sort of close to a different grade. You know, if you had been really expecting um, a certain grade and you'd gotten a grade below that, you'd know whether you were you were close to that that band and you'd be thinking about maybe whether to to look at your script or thinking about the whole rechecking process yeah so you're looking at 12 noon really um is when that comes out and you're looking at your marks so what are the marks are for your oral component whether it was a project component and it's not in a percentage so you're gonna have to calculate that percentage yourself so you just have to be careful with that and then as Eva said you know Maybe you got a H2 and it turned out to be 89.99%. It's not rounded up. That's a H2. You could have been 0.01% of. And at that stage, you can decide, you know, it might be worth a little appeal uh, after seeing the marks, or maybe it might be worth viewing the script and see if there's an area that might come up um, in that. So it'd be a good idea to look at the marks, particularly if you're disappointed in an area. Um, and it, Curiosity as well. Uh, this is a relatively new thing, Aoife, uh, I think since the, since the candidate self-service portal came out, but it certainly wasn't there um, when I was doing my leave insert. I never knew what marks I got in anything. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's good to see. I think it's I think it's it's really it's very transparent the whole process now, um, and you know the viewing of the scripts. Um, that's a fantastic um, service. I think to be able to really go back and with your marking scheme and look exactly to make sure that the the points were allocated correctly or the marks were allocated correctly, um, and and maybe re double check uh, the examiner's. Uh, scores of um, calculations because sometimes we'll see that they've left out. A mark when they were adding them up or you know they can be little clerical errors so it's it's a great service it's such a transparent um service now i think to to be able to see exactly how uh and why and, and where points were allocated 
Yeah, so kind of everything is done on the candidate self-service portal. You would see your data, your marks on that, and then you view, sorry, you apply to view your scripts on the candidate self-service uh, portal again. And it actually opens the same day that you can see your marks uh, at 5 p.m. So to to uh, make an application to view your scripts opens that day. And there's a very small window, Aoife, because it actually closes the next day at 8 p.m., Wednesday, 30th of August. So if you want to view your scripts, you've just over 24 hours to go in and apply for that. So if that's something you're interested in doing, just make sure you know that's a small window. Now, you don't have to view your scripts and you can still make an appeal if you want. But if there's two ways to view your scripts, uh, what are they? So some um, exams are corrected manually. There would generally be the exam. Um, exams subjects with smaller numbers doing them nowadays um, and then some are corrected online so some the ones that were corrected manually you'd have to apply to go into school uh, to to view those I think that's on the the Saturday isn't it yeah um, and the 2nd of September yeah so you'd be given a slot in the morning or in the afternoon to go in and view them now sadly Tonica that clashes with electric picnic <laughs> So um, I, I know I've had students in the past who who decided to go to Electric Picnic and regretted it. So if you fall into that camp, I, I think it's no harm to, you know, uh, parents are great for that, that they go up and, and, and collect you in, uh, in Strap Valley <laughs> and bring you back uh, to, to view your script. And I think it's well worth doing if you feel that uh, if you were disappointed with your result in particular, I think it's well worth doing. Well, there's great news because if you're at Electric Picnic, for the majority of the subjects, you can actually view them online. So you yep. mightn't have to even go into school. There was 26 subjects marked online this year. You know, you've got your English, Irish, your maths, your chemistry, physics, biology, business, history, geography, all the kind of bigger ones were all marked online. So if they were marked online, you can view the script online. So let's hope that the 4G, 5G is good out in Stradbally and you'll see people uh, when they open up at 9 a.m. on the Saturday, having a look through to see how their scripts were going. So, yeah, there's two so ways. Funny to think of people being at body and soul, checking <laughs> their leaving cert marks. So, yeah, there's two ways to look at it. So whether it was corrected, uh, as, as Aoife said, manually or online. And yeah, Aoife said there's two sessions on Saturday, the 2nd of September. So you're looking at 9.30 to 12.30 and you're looking at 2 to 5. So two three-hour sessions. Now, they're very different, Aoife, in their approach and how a student can approach each session as well. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just... <laughs> Uh, so obviously you can download a PDF and look at it at home and you can write notes, but in, in person you can't. Um, you, oh, you can bring in a camera and, and, and stuff like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Donica, I, I wasn't quite sure what you were saying there. So Sorry. That's absolutely, yes, I get it now. Yes. So obviously if you're viewing online, you're there with your pen and paper and you can be making notes and everything. But when you're in school, it's really important that you're that you never bring in a pen because you might be accused of doctoring your exam. So you, what you are allowed to do, though, is bring in your phone. So you could bring in your phone and take uh, photographs of your um, script to go over it later on then um, at home and make notes, whatever. But in, in the actual uh, room uh, in school, 
Um, you you can bring in another person as well, which is good to know. So I've often seen students bringing in um, a parent who's, you know, who's calm or an older sibling or someone or a friend uh, to go through the script with them. And again, just checking those calculations that can really happen and um, that a, an examiner will will leave out a section or will make a mistake in their calculations. Um, and then obviously you have your marking scheme with you. But yeah, it's super, super important not to bring in a pen into to the school session. Yeah, very important to remember that. And there will be supervisors there to warn you what you can and can't do. But at home, uh, you can look at it, you can make notes. Again, you can have uh, a couple of people with you. I wouldn't have too many in there, maybe one that you trust and understands the subject and the marking scheme and like that. You can ask a teacher to come with you, but you have to be very understanding uh, that a teacher might not be available um, at at that particular stage as well, um, if, if that's the case. But uh, yeah, so two very different approaches. And then you fill out a form, whether you're doing it online or in school, the form in school is filled out manually and the form online can be done on on the candidate self-service portal where you're just outlining to the examiner who's going to be recorrecting your exam uh, what exactly to look out for, Eva. And I think put in as much detail as possible here, Danica. So, you know, you might feel that... um, the marking scheme says that I should have gotten marks for uh, saying um, it said I get marks for saying brave. And I said courageous instead and didn't get the marks. And I'd argue that brave and courageous are pretty much the same thing. So you make a little argument uh, for and, and point out exactly why you think that it was marked incorrectly. Or you'd point out that uh when you added it up, you got 460, whereas when the examiner added it up, he's only put in 445. So you feel that there's 15 marks missing in Section A or whatever it is. But put in as much detail as possible. Be polite, obviously, in, in the way you, you write it, um, but put in as much detail as possible. And I, I, I've i seen um, students really go up um, and get marked up. Errors are made. It's human. It's it's done by humans. Human errors happen. Um, and I've really seen students um, move up in appeals. Yeah, I agree with that completely. And then the application to appeal opens up on Sunday, the 3rd of September. So the day after um, you've looked at the appeals, the application to appeal opens up. Uh, and then it opens, it closes, sorry, at 5 p.m. on Monday, the 4th of September. So again, that window is very small if you want to make an application to appeal. The application to appeal, again, on the Candidate Self-Service Portal is very, very easy. There's a little appeal box beside each subject. and You just tick which one you want to appeal, uh, and then it goes from there. There's no date for when uh, the result of the appeals uh, comes back just yet. Um, but at that stage, you can view your scripts again. You can see what the examiner, the notes they made. Um, and if you're still not happy, you can make an appeal again, Aoife, to the independent uh, appeal scrutineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I, again, I've seen that happen, Donica, where um, it, it didn't go up in the appeal, but then um, in the independent appeal, it did go up. So it's it's if you really feel that, yeah, that it wasn't correctly uh, marked, it's really worth worthwhile following that through. You worked really hard for your leaving cert, so it's really vital that you get the result that uh, you feel you deserve. So where does this appeal process leave even your your CAO courses and offers? Because, you know, if there's no days to when the application for the appeal comes back or the result of the appeal comes back, what way are students left, you know? 
Well, they really endeavoured to do it as quickly as possible so that you can start college in, in October with, with everybody else if you do go up and get the points. Um, for, a, for a course like arts or business or something like that, you know, if there's 300 places and now you have the points, they'll allow, th- they, they don't mind having 301, generally speaking. Yeah. But if it's something like engineering or medicine or something where there's a finite number of seats in a lab, the worst case scenario is that they might give you a place, but to start the following year in September 2024. But they really, really, that's rare. And they really try for that not to happen. Um, but just to note that it is a possibility. But I mean, they, they've been very good about accommodating it in the last couple of years. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. They they really do try. And then, like you say, there are those unfortunate students who don't get to start their course in the following year. But at least you're getting into the course that you intended to do straight away. Um, so, Aoife, you had mentioned earlier on not to panic, uh, no matter what happens, because there's loads of options. I was saying to you before, this isn't lip service to students because we're in the position that we're in and we want to make sure students are relaxed. But there are loads of options when it comes to, you know, maybe so not getting the leave insert result that you wanted. So many, so many. There's never been a better time. Like there are just so many routes to the same destination. I love meeting people and finding out what they do and how they got there. And it's very often a circuitous route. So they're really and truly, you've just got to not panic and come and speak to a professional. One of us, we know different routes, but there are so many um, different routes, things like available places, private colleges, uh, UCAS clearing, um, the apprenticeship routes, access routes, so, so many. And there are so many things that students aren't even aware of. So if you are disappointed, if you feel that you're didn't get what you you hoped for do come and speak to your guidance counselor we yeah. have that expertise and that's why we're here and there's the brand new tertiary degrees which are only launched there in july and i know that they're taking applications right up until the end of september we did an instagram live with the head of the national tertiary office there a while ago uh, so that is again another option as eva said access programs your available places. Clearing is brilliant. Um, you mightn't have to go too far. I know Ulster University have a lot of different courses in clearing. So if you are uh, disappointed with your leave insert results, or if you have a question about your leave insert results, and maybe you don't have access to your guidance counselor, you can contact the National Parent and Leaving Cert Helpline. It's 1800 265 165. And you'll be able to chat to an experienced guidance counsellor who's a member of the Institute of Guidance Counsellors on that phone call and they'll be able to guide you uh, as well. So Aoife McArdle, Aoife is actually coming back because she's going to do the next episode of the podcast, which is the CAO podcast, uh, which will be out on Monday. So if you're waiting to see you offer a recommended tune into that podcast. But Aoife, thank you very much for taking the time. Delighted. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Danica.